Another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vesner. How's it going anyways, Kyle? Well, uh, like last week, still sick. Still fucking sick. Still sick. Yeah, turns out AIDS doesn't go away. <laughs> <laughs> fucking brutal. This is the worst. I've been sick in years. My you voice sound, is still kind of fucked. Yeah, you sound worse today than last week. You think so? I, I think. Oh, yeah, everyone. I was, Just I was, a little more nasally is all. You sound like me. I have a very nasally voice because my nose has been smashed across my face in both directions. This is like the most clear I think my nose has been. Oh, really? But yeah, it's been bad. Exciting. The first three days of this week, including Monday, except I just juice myself up with cough medicine and caffeine for that podcast. I've been unbearable. I, I got called up. I've been home for a week straight doing nothing. Driving myself fucking crazy. It's amazing how shitty, like, just like a simple cold, and it, like, takes you completely out of your routine in life. Like, you don't really appreciate being healthy until you're just even marginally very sick. No, and it's amazing how much you can dislike watching TV shows (laughs) after a very short period of time. (laughs) Which ones were you watching? I was watching the new Always Sunnies, and I don't know if it was because I was sick, but they all suck. Do they all suck? Is that know. possible? I haven't seen them yet. I feel like if I watch them with even one person, like if I watch them with my girlfriend, I'll laugh. See, that's way different. Much. But that's not a real reaction. This is the argument I used to get in with people. Yeah. Because I was talking about what movies are good and bad, whatever. Especially, spe- I think this applies specifically to comedies. Mm-hmm. Do you think you have to watch a comedy in a group of people? It's always or, funner. It's, yeah, it is always funner. But that's the whole point. It changes everything. Yeah. I mean, I watch There's Super Bad by myself. There's some horrible jokes. And laugh. Every at every scene. That's my point. I watched Superbad by myself and it blew my mind. Yeah, it's awesome. That was one of the best comedies. I was in a binge at that time of watching movies. Yeah. And I'd have my standard two to three cocktails a movie because that primes you, right? Spaces you out enough where you can pay attention to the movie. At least it did for me. So I'd be like, that's my perfect cocktail. Kyle needs to get drunk to watch TV. Dude, for real. Or else I go crazy. I start thinking about other stuff, then I miss the last 10 minutes of the movie. I'm not kidding. Dude, you and Camilla should watch movies together. Camilla's just a space cadet sometimes. Yeah, but I hate it when people do that. So that's why I drug myself. Okay. Yeah, that movie holds up. And at the end, I sat there like, holy fuck, first of all, I wish this movie wasn't over. And second of all, I sat there for like five minutes just like sitting... In the gestation or whatever the what, it's called, the afterglow. I think the thing it does better awesome. than almost every other comedy is every scene is inherently funny. It's in funny in itself. Yeah. And every scene furthers the plot. So there's not like just bullshit, like basically sketches. You know what? A That's movie. a really good point. And so like everything so from the very beginning, they're on the phone talking about porn. Then they park in the teacher's parking. Then they go to the thing. Then they, And everything is... But they're all funny. It's That's funny a the really whole good time. point. It's incredible. I never considered that. Anyways. No, no. We're doing this now. We're Welcome to the movies. movie and TV show podcast. <laughs> it's more fun to do than the Bible. More people give a shit. This is the new podcast. Actually, less people give a shit. More people in your life give a shit. But around the world, if we could get... If we could talk okay, to... Okay, dude. If I, if I go to anywhere in the world and... I Super bad up, or the Bible? I set I'm gonna up, think, I'm I gonna pick set the up, Bible. I set up a library of like a hundred of the best DVDs, right? Yeah. On a great TV 
lounger, surround sound speakers. And I put that on. And then on a table over there, I buy a really nice Bible. Yeah. You know, with a nice lamp or whatever. The Bible wins. And no. Hell the no, Bible dude. wins most. Hell no. Everywhere there's The Bible poor wins because people... you're like, I have to choose the Bible. You're listening. You're overhearing all the fun that other other people are having watching the movie. Best selling book of all 15 time. Fifteen minutes. Best. It's true. You last fifteen minutes before you go watch that movie. But we have made uh, tremendous progress reading this thing, haven't we, Kyle? I've made moral leaps. Moral and leaps. Bounds. Yeah. How do you mean you've changed? I feel like I've changed for the better. Oh, you're a better person. Yeah. That's good. In uh, the eyes of the Lord, in the eyes of society, <laughs> I'm a much worse person. <laughs> That's true. If you, yeah, the more biblical you base your life, I think the worse society. The more my peers loathe me, yeah. yeah but that's what, that's all, it's, I don't know, when the Civil War breaks Dude, out. Dude, I've been trying to get a wife for the last two weeks. Yeah? That's it took. <laughs> You've been locked in your house for two weeks. Um, very true. Do you remember what we read about last week, Kyle? We didn't read very much. But here's, here's the thing. What? If I come. Okay. To a girl diddling herself on video. Yes, that's a is sin. she now my wife? No. Why? Also, you're not allowed to lust after girls, Kyle. That's part of the mm, thing. I'm not really lusting after her. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're coming. Yeah, but for you're coming without lust. A different fantasy. Yeah, of course. I loathe this person, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming as God's anger. That is the worst thing you can put, and you're spilling it on the ground. Unless you're saving it all, Kyle. Dude, I hit my mouth 95 percent of the time. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, well, yeah, the, I think... The, you know what I actually did one time? Okay. And you know what? Not that bad. So, okay. ladies, <laughs> too many complaints. Oh, you, oh you've done... You yeah, I've hit myself. Yeah. yeah. I pissed in my mouth before, and uh, yeah. that's, a, that's a long story, which I, don't, I think we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we'll just get right into it. Last week... Right into it. Because oh, get to where it's important, you know. I want to just get right into I, it. I want to get right into you know, it. You know what I would like to get into? We read a class on how to transition <laughs> from one to part of a situation to I, another here, in life, instead like, of just jumping off the bridge every time. Yeah, you know? this is how you transition anytime, anywhere in life. Anyways, mm-hmm. let's get into it. <laughs> That's <laughs> anyways is the perfect segue into doing anything else. No matter what has just happened, you say anyways, and you say bring up something completely different, and then you, sure, and you, like you like you were already to, like you're getting back to something, but you never were. You're at your sister's wedding, mm-hmm. you know they say I do, everyone cheers, and you just go anyways, and then you turn around and blow, you know, your love into the bushes or whatever you were in the middle no, of. No, you do it into the planter, right? Into the planter, yeah. That's and you what just we learned. get on with your day. And everyone goes, oh, that wasn't that weird because he said anyways you know, what, you know what no one cared about in the Harvey Weinstein thing? Did the plant like it? You know what I mean? No one cared about the plant. God who, did. Who got come on them? The plant. The plant. You know? And that's the worst place of spilling it on the ground. Man, it's like, in the, even in that Bible passage. What counts as ground? Yeah, that's what you I was going to say. Like, is like, it probably dirt? get in the bed. Like, who's, yeah, yeah, who's coming in the I'm dirt? I'm never... Like Dude, a, <laughs> I'm in. I'm permanently in a situation where I'm never touching the ground. That's think... where society has come. I could come all over this house and it's not the ground. Yeah, yeah. Because exactly, like exactly that. You're always on carpet or a rug. Yeah. Or, so I'm never fucking in grass. What am I, an animal? I mean, if you come in your sock and then walk your socks across the lawn. This one time, I fucked by a dumpster and then came on the concrete. Okay. 
<laughs> just is this concrete ground? I don't think so. It's man-made. I was trying. Right? To, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, the concrete ground. Is it why? Whatever you walk on is the ground, unless you're walking along. Are you, are the you bed. serious? Everything. Yeah, that's the ground. Are we arguing about what the ground is right now? I'm pondering. <laughs> Trying to find a loophole so I can <laughs> shave you. Rugs go on the ground, but you're on the ground still. I mean, if you're on the, if you're on the, what do you, whatever, what do you call it? The deck of a ship. That's not the ground. Because what you're if I ocean. jump on my bed? See, that's not. If you're on the deck of a ship. That's not the ground now. No, that's not the ground. That's fucking. That's some it sort of. It floats on the water. Yes. Yeah, so that becomes the ground. You're in the middle of the ocean. Islands float on the water. No, that's different. Why? That's made of earth. That's made of different. You know chemicals and sediments than whatever the steel of the deck is made out of it's it's a naturally formed ground how about the guy that made his own island is that now ground huh a man-made island yeah by the way he like floats it with yeah pop there's, flo- bottles. there's floating it's islands ridiculous yeah so, so that would not be ground no because it's not tethered to anything that's the thing so that the guy- ground has to be tethered to like so yes an I think island, some islands just float an island in a man-made lake is still tethered to the ground right if it's, if it's a floating island, it doesn't count as the ground, and you can spill your seed there. This is one of the dumber arguments I've ever had. Yeah, and, but it's biblical. And I felt like... To be fair, you got to know where you stand. Do you want to go to hell? <laughs> you got to know where you stand, Kyle? Yeah, on the ground. On, grab, on, you on solid ground. <laughs> See, solid ground, now that's different. If God said solid ground, whole different story. No, coming <laughs> on solid ground. Yeah. So, last week we read about the blessing. So... First, two weeks ago, there was the curses from Mount Ebal. Then he said, that's when they did those weird chants. Cursed is man. And everybody said amen. And now they did the blessings. And God talked about um, all the blessings that will accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. Basically, you're going to have lots of kids and it's going to be good weather. Yeah, we could probably yada yada the last episode in like 30 seconds. Yeah. So, And then now comes the curses. Now, the cursing section's a lot longer than the blessing section. <laughs> I always like to point that out. There's always it always seems like there's more repercussions than there are benefits for God's work. There's not really a lot of benefits for obeying God. I mean let's say he's pitching you, right? Okay. And it's not just him. You know what I mean? And he's trying to get you on his side. So what are the benefits? This I can read them from you right here. Okay. These are all the blessings. These are all the blessings that will accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. You'll be blessed in the city, blessed in the country. That that just means you'll be blessed, I guess, wherever. The fruit of your womb will be blessed, and your crops from your lung will, and your livestock and the calves of your herds. They'll all be blessed. Okay. Your basket, what do these blessings do again? Does it say? Blessing is just general good vibes. Hmm. So, so it's like a hippie chakra. It's like yeah. crystals. Like you'll be healthy. You know. Does it ever say that? I, I, that's assumed. It's implied. What is blessed, really? Uh, I, it's, that's what I'm saying. We talked about this before. It's a nonsense word. It's yeah, but it must. Ha- no, no, no. It's the same as you'll have magic. You'll have spells on you that'll be good spells, and you oh, can say what are it's, good it's spells. It's a broad. It's it's nonsense. Oh, okay. It's, it's a word that's indefinable. It's like God's uh, like holiness and sanctity. Those are nonsense words. Is it good intentions? Yes, it's. I mean, it's a positive word. It means you know, good. Like I said, good vibes. But it's it a Beach Boys song. It doesn't mean anything. Like when you say, "God, what does it mean to be blessed?" Yeah, you'll have kids. You know. Yeah, that's one thing. That's my point. That's one specific thing okay, he but says. You can have kids without being blessed. 
Yeah, but you'll have more kids. Okay, so more kids. Yep. More is blessing, and I guess is French for like beaucoup. And do your animals have less defects? That's the that's the idea. Is that the implication? Yeah, because remember when um, way back when Jacob, I think it was, was looking after the flocks, and he all the certain modeled ones he looked after, and all the other ones he didn't look after, and his sheep's were better than the other guy's sheep's. I really wonder if that's getting picked up. That's no, so loud in our ears. It didn't last time. Okay. Kyle just poured himself a glass of water. All right, so... You got to keep the mystery. They don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You so know what I mean? your basket and eating trough crazy. will be blessed, and you'll be blessed when you go in and out. The enemies who rise up against you will be defeated. That's a pretty, that's a pretty big that's one. That's the standard. And then... He will send blessing on your barns. The and Jews are really warlords. That's Basically, all you really want. Is just, more You want more people to create more soldiers so you can win more wars. Mm-hmm. That's all you really want. Yeah, exactly. Apparently. That's the main premise of Guns, Germs, and Steel. Is the fact... So what is the point that once you get all these territories, then you just live happily ever after? With, what with if, your foot on the heads of the people that you crush. Absolutely. Yeah. But what if the only thing that makes you happy is killing other people and taking their stuff? And now you, as a population of Jews, you've taken over the world or your area. Well, then you're Genghis you Khan. Now, what do you do? Then you're Genghis Khan. Or you the start Marquis killing your own people. The Marquis de Sade argued that whatever it's in your nature to want to do, you should do because that's what nature is. So, like, if a tiger, that's not a bad argument, but that's acting like nature is the ultimate force to be followed. Yeah, at all costs, though, which it I isn't. I don't think it is a, which bad, it a good argument. Well, some people act like that. Some people act. You know how many people act like if it's in nature, it's good? Mm-hmm. That's a huge thing. Cancer's in nature. You know, yeah, everything is. You know what I just saw upstairs? A fucking stem cell thing, right? And I, I'm i very pro stem cell, but it was like natural medicine. I was like, what the fuck makes that natural and something else unnatural? <laughs> because, yeah, it comes from umbilical cords mostly, but then they get spun and they select one out of a billion and then multiply that in a lab. It's natural. What the fuck is natural about that? Uh, my, you're, but, then, but then you go, they take a plant, they synthesize the active ingredient out, give it in a pill form, which is concentrate, right? I was just and now to, that's unnatural. I was just about to say How? That. I was just about to say that. Oh, for real? Yeah, well, chemi- Great minds. <laughs> yeah, because chemically, they're the same same subject like exactly identical you can't tell the difference so i don't know it's the way it was extracted which is what makes it natural is it so because stem cells have a pretty fucked up way of getting extracted you know what i mean (laughs) it's one of the most fucked up ways a human being has to die Mm -hmm. or be born i guess with umbilical cords now yeah they take umbilical cords so but they used to only get it from yeah abortions recently or recently deceased fetus feti yeah yeah that's that's crazy. Aspirin's my favorite one because if you give it to like a hippie and a pill, they'll be like no pills. But it's like a root mm-hmm. with a bunch of garbage byproducts. You know what I mean? That you don't really want in your body, but it comes with a cool be- benefit. And they take the cool benefit out and give it to you in a pill, and you're like, oh, that's awesome. But if you're a hippie, you're like, I want the root with all the dirt and shit on it. The, so really, aspirin is just a plant, and they just I think the all the active ingredient in aspirin's from one plant. Huh? Yeah, I believe. Whereas a lot of things are synthesized synthetically and stuff. It might be synthetic now, but at one yeah. point, I think aspirin is the one that I know was from one source. I think that I know that it was well, from you know one what? source. Well, you know what? My memory's so fucked. Yeah. So at one point... I just I, like when you see, say... See, Caleb, 
I love speaking like I know everything because it's funny to me. And Caleb just constantly I can't ruins help. it. I can't help. So it. now I'm second guessing it. I think it's less funny. So you're welcome, everybody. <laughs> you know what? I don't know what I I'm talking like... about. Aspirin might be something that might have multiple ingredients or not. Now you know what? I can never be sure of anything. Kyle. I'll just never speak. That way, I'll never be wrong. Yeah, you've been speaking almost the whole time. The thing is, Kyle. This podcast is going out to the entire world, and we can't. I can't. Surprisingly, it is. By the way, we're misinforming the entire world on where aspirin comes from, and they say maybe they heard it on our podcast. Yeah, that's all. You know what? Then our credibility shot, and then none of thing I say about the Bible matters, and we're just a couple dildos. Here's that's why you have to go to stats.com and verify all these fucking things that you say. Here's the thing: we're ninety five percent right, which is a hundred percent more right than everyone else. You know what I mean? No, do do that. Do the math on that. (laughs) So if you repeat us, you'll be 100% more right than everyone else you know. That's not even... That's not even the way percentages work. Fuck you. How about that? (laughs) Curses for disobedience. Okay, so good weather. People will like you. Curses for disobedience. However, Deuteronomy 28, verse 15. That's where we are. We didn't even read one chapter last week, and we're off to a bad start. So we're, I'm going to plow. No, we're doing well. Okay. We're firing all cylinders. However. I mean, three of them are dead. One of them's really weak, but they're all fired. <laughs> your cylinders? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> However, if you do not obey the Lord your God and do not carefully follow all his commands and decrees I'm giving you today. Remember, it's always today. So this is one big, long talk. All these curses will come upon you and overtake you. You will be cursed in the city and cursed in the country. Oh, look. It's exactly the opposite of what we just read before. What do you mean? Well, the Bible, first it said, you'll be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. Now we'll be cursed in the city and cursed in the country. If you do these things. Just another mamba-jamba word. He doesn't really define the curse till. Let's see what it says. Your basket and your kneading trough will be cursed. The fruit of your womb will be cursed. The okay. crops of your land, the cal- calves of your herds, and the lambs of your flocks. You'll be cursed when you come in and cursed when you go out. I get it. Cursed, I like how it's you cursed know, all the obviously time. the whole point of the cursing is the blessings is so random people can make give credit to bad or good things at will. You know what I mean? And so who's ever running high in the church or anyone making decisions for any authority back then can just be like, that happened to you because you... You're a piece of shit, or that happened to you because you're awesome because you never know what a curse or a blessing actually does. It's very frustrating. So it can be interpreted by anyone higher up than you yeah. at any moment. So, or, or, yeah, usually by people higher up than you, but you almost to, always. You have to remember that the fact when everybody buys into it, when everyone actually believes it. Believes what, though? Believes that if they do this, things will go better, and things that if they don't do that, things will go worse. It's not as easy as you know some guys just pulling everybody's strings. Like even that guy. No, I I don't think anyone's pulling anyone's strings. I believe people are being opportunist at all costs. You know what I mean? I think to get their own way. I think people see an opportunity and they go. That's why when random good shit happens, people go, "That's God." They didn't think if that happens, that's God before it happened. But as soon as it happens, they just attribute it to God. You have to. uh, You know what I mean? No. Because if they if they were assigning it ahead of time, then then I could understand. Here's the thing: they really true believe they really truly believe that it was God. Yeah, I know, but they haven't assigned that cause and effect beforehand, so it's all opportunity. They're just waiting for something to happen, and since like the the like my mom curses said, and uh, blessings are so vague, yeah. at any moment you can just attribute it to whichever you want. 
but they go through their lives believing it, thus reinforcing it every chance they get. Oh, sure. So absolutely, yeah. I just—it's it, not so nefarious I that someone's taking advantage of someone always. It's oftentimes oh, the I, people believe. I absolutely it. think people are taking advantage, but I don't think it's—I don't think it's um, pre-thought out. Is my point? What is pre-thought out? It's like it's an example of like if someone's stealing cars, right? Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not researching how to break into a car, like sticking a screwdriver to ignition and cracking it over. They're waiting to see uh, someone leaves their keys in their car and their car's running and they drive it away. That's the difference. I don't. I don't follow the metaphor from that to whatever we were just talking about from the curse. You're saying if there's an opportunity and it's easy, they can do it. And then, they're taking it. They're not. They're not thinking any of this through. Who is they? The people writing it, or the people preaching it, or the, the people, people doing it? it? And like reaffirming it. So Moses is just saying blanket. No, blessings. I believe they believe it, but it's all opportunism. You know okay. what I mean? No, I don't think that it's all opportunism, but I think we've got to as far as we can talk about that. I also forgot the original point. <laughs> so they might make no sense. Uh, you will be cursed when you go in, cursed when you go out. The Lord will send on you curses, confusion, and rebuke in everything you put your hand your hand to. Until you are destroyed and come to a sudden ruin because the evil you have done forsaking him. Um, the Lord will plague you with diseases until he has destroyed you from the land you are entering to possess. The Lord will strike you with the wasting disease, with fever and inflammation, with scorched heat and drought. Well, here's some specifics, at least. Blight and mildew, which will plague you until you perish. The eye, the, sorry, the sky over your head. Mildew is God's punishment. Mildew, inflammation, wasting disease, scorching heat, drought, blight, which will plague you until you perish. The sky over your head will be bronze. I don't know what that means. Dirty, pollution. I mean, not back then. The big cities did have pollution, but only, not to that extent. Only the biggest cities or like mining towns and stuff like Rome had a constant plague of smog over it. Oh, did they? Were they always burning stuff? Always. For what effect, though? Heat, food. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everything. Fair. The sky over your head will be bronze. The Lord will turn the rain of your country into dust and powder. It will come down from the skies until you're destro- destroyed. Um, Man, that's that sounded a lot worse than the blessing is good, you know? The Lord will cause you to be defeated before your enemies. You will be, come at them from one direction, but flee them in seven and you will become a thing of horror to all the kingdoms of the earth. Your carcasses will be food for all the birds of the air and the beasts of the earth. There will be no one to frighten them away. The Lord will inflict you with the boils of Egypt and tumors, festering sores, and and the itch. The itch. Wow. Is, what is that? I don't know. Festering sores and the itch. I, take your pick. It's got to be one of the S, STIs. Gonorrhea or syphilis. The Lord will afflict you with madness, blindness, and confusion of mind. At midday, you will grope about like a blind man in the dark. You will be unsuccessful in everything you do. Day after day, you will be pressed and robbed. No one to rescue you. Well, so if, if you say something like that, you know what I mean? That means everyone who's successful is going to be like, okay, I'm obviously doing something right. Exactly. Or I wouldn't be successful. And it's so says- You can commit horrible things, and if everything's going well, I guess God's allowing it, so I guess I'm doing everything right, or at least most things. I know. And then it's... They said it's that It's about- crazy that they go from making wildly 
Like you can take it any which way statements to specifically if this happens to you, you know. Yeah, well, the blessings. So you're saying the blessings was just things will be good and you'll have a lot. Mm -hmm. And then the curses is like mildew, festering sores. You get a wet blanket. That's God hating you. You know what I mean? I, I like how it says like everything you do. Like if you're really cursed, you can't even put on your shoes. You can't even put on your pants one at a time. You fall over putting your pants on. See, no one is like that. Exactly. That's also. what I mean. It says literally everything you do. Okay, unless you're dying, a currently dying quickly person. Yeah. I guess you're fine. You'll be oppressed with no one to... Uh, you will be pledged to be married to a woman, but another will take her and oh, what does God? Her. What does God think about... What do, what do religious people think about the disabled? Especially like the born or even like car accident wise type of thing. Most of the time it's because of sin. You think so? That sin- is that what they say? Can, is that what you like, think, or it, is that what people in like church have said when I you grew up? I obviously can't speak for all of them. No, I just meant the church you grew but up I in. Would, so that's one of my main contentions, you know, if God is, you know, genetic disease and like people that didn't have a chance. I'm obsessed with that. Because- Not even that, but like my friend drove his snowmobile into a, a cult. A, uh, what are those things that drain water through a... a culvert. Culvert, thank yeah. you. Yeah, and paralyzed from the waist down at 14. So that's brutal. Yeah, so that's, you know... So what? But now he can't do any more things, right? He can't. There's it's functionally yeah. a lot worse. Is no, that, that's just a tragedy. I don't know what they'd say. It doesn't count. They would say, well, that's him being foolish or. That's not God maybe, hating him or something. If there's no that's, logic that's, to how's that. They, if there's going to be a curse, you know what I mean? There's going to be a curse. Yeah. That's a pretty bad one, right? Yeah. So how is that not a curse then? Kyle, I, there's no real logic to this, but at different times in their life, they will say, God did this good thing. Or can you believe God's testing me? Something they'll say. They'll say. Uh, Shouldn't it be a cause and effect? Like God doesn't test you. He think, punishes you for your. He, he never says he tests you, does he? You think. No. Because he kind of just punishes you no, God's for te- when you do shit he doesn't like. No, God's test. God's tested the Israelites already. He tested them with the manna in the desert. He tested them with How? the water. He said, don't collect food on the seventh day with the manna. And then the, whoever Yeah, but he did, gave them a specific thing. That's an order. Yeah. No, but. There's times he's only tested them when he's talked to them. Okay, so he tests. So God does test you if he talks to you directly. So, but you asked if he does, and he does. Okay, I mean in that context, though. Okay. As far as applying when it's a curse from God or just bad luck, there is no real logic to how most Christians do it. It's all a curse. No. That's what I. That's what isn't it all a curse? That's what you would. That's what you from reading this. That's, that's what, what I'm inferring. That's what you'd think, but not everybody lives their lives practically like that. We should go to church on Sunday someday. I just, would and just sit in the back and, and not just, just so you can hear, just the, observe. Yeah, what they talk about and how they frame it. All they talk about mostly in church is be nice to people. God is awesome, and then you know, if you're struggling with being selfish, here's a. Some verses that help me with being selfish. Most of the time, they're not talking about existential. There's not very many fire and yeah, brimstone I don't, churches I don't consider left. those people uh, devout. Well, that's what most Christians are. Most but, Christians don't read the Bible. Most well, that's Christians- not devout. If this is the most important book in the world and you haven't read it, then you're not devout. That's, I don't care. That's my so point. So I don't want to talk to those people. Okay. Those people are non-believers. So you want to go to fire those and are, brimstone those Southern are Baptist churches. I don't know fire and brimstone, but anything, anyone with any conviction... Who really believes it? Who believes the words in the book? Yeah, I know that God wrote. I got. How is that hard to find? You know oh, what I mean? Oh, dude, I was. Uh, I got real into it with uh, some guy that was preaching the Bible on the street corner, and he knew his. He knew his shit. Oh shit! Yeah. That's awesome. Um, he, Those crazy dudes. 
always know. We just went like back and forth, verse for verse. And I'm like, well, if this, then this. And he's like, well, what about this? And I'm like, I was pretty drunk. He got you on a couple points? Not really. He didn't get me. I would say we came to not like, well, I choose to believe this in this God. I'm like, well, your God's kind of a dick. And then he's like, that's the God I worship. So he didn't get me. He just like conceded that's the way God is. And he's kind of shitty, but there yeah. is he's ours. But he's also so. good in this other part. And I'm like, well, how does that match up? Right. The contradictions in the Bible is one of the most annoying parts because God says all this nice things, but does all this bad shit. And at different points, he says different things. And there's some things that are consistent all the way throughout and some things that aren't. And then when you look at God's favorite people, like David and Solomon, and you take their... Oh, yeah, they're horrible. They're all, well, there's some things that are good and some things that are bad, but they'll preach, you know, the you know David and Goliath story or uh, what's another good one that David did where he, him and his mighty men went and so what is like, David fought this battle. And Goliath. David and Goliath. Is it a euphemism for no, like a smaller force no, against a, a real, bigger one? No, it's a real it story. Apparently, of a man who killed a giant with a slingshot. Yeah, a, a youth. So, like, let's say an eighteen to twenty year old. He was a shepherd, and he fucking got five smooth, smooth stones out of a river, and he went to fight their champion. So the Philistines had their champion, and the Israelites had their champion, and the like th- Thunderdome. Thunderdome. They say they said you know instead of having a war. Let's just have our champions fight, and whoever wins, the other team will concede. Yeah, that happens for sure. That's yeah. the you st- would obviously, and then obviously d- just David kills Goliath, up. and then the Israelites get all fired up and take over the Philistines and kill them all. Oh, they killed them anyways. Yeah. Well, that's. So what's the point of having the champion thing it's if everyone's just going to kill each dramatic other? Dramatic effect, Kyle. It's dramatic effect. And and Goliath was that probably didn't just happen. a large human being or was a giant. A giant. They say he was over seven feet tall, and that's okay. Back that's when, possible. That's though. back when people are, 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 are sorry, nine feet tall, over nine feet oh, tall. That's impossible. Yeah, but we can, with historical exaggeration, assume people have been seven feet with gigantism, like a pituitary gland issue or something. Yeah, yeah, he might have been massive, and also, you know, they they were much smaller back then. Like regular people were. Mm-hmm. Like I'd say, I've heard both sides of that. By the way, that they were smaller depends where you are in the world. Yeah. And I heard it was a nutrition thing mostly. So mm-hmm. if you got if you're properly nourished, they actually weren't that small type of thing. Because the Vikings were pretty big. But if you're wandering in the desert, not eating anything but bread, you're going to be three feet tall. So we could probably <laughs> assume the Jews were real fucking tidy. Probably. Okay. <laughs> Social experiment, right? We recreate that in Israel right now. Make them relive it. You know what I mean? We give them bread and water and be like, you want you want God and quail. This is God and the desert. I don't D- think. Did it- they get quail? They got quail. They were up to their armpits in quail in the desert. Oh, yeah. Right. Because that made sense. Yeah, you because know, they got they tested God. They want, we're sick of bread, so he gave them quail the up, qu- <laughs> up to their armpits. Yeah, drown them in Could it. Could you imagine walking around with quail up to your nipples? You'd have to eat your way out. It's, the, it's only one way. I can't even fathom how many birds over what kind of a space and with people. It would rot. Like, what the It f- would rot before you could start a fire. Could you imagine trying to like take your way out to they a were place you can alive fire? quail? Like quail, they were alive. A wind blew, and all these quail flew in like a plague of. Yeah, but birds break their neck like nothing. Yeah, you know what so, I mean? so they would just yeah. be out there, just like just smashing quail. That's it. <laughs> so these are con- con- continuing on with the curses. Verse thirty. You will be. I'm dying. You will I'm be pledged. Dying. You. We all are act accordingly. 
You will be pledged to a married to sorry, you will be pledged to be married to a woman, but another will take her and ravish her. You will build oh, a shit. house, but you will not live in it. You will plant a vineyard, but will not even Did God be- just say he's gonna fuck your wife, essentially? No, God said someone else is gonna fuck your wife. Yeah, but he's gonna make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> so God's gonna fuck your wife. I mean, sure. That's pretty funny. You could meme that one. Deuteronomy twenty eight thirty. And all the memes I wrote down got deleted somehow, so <laughs> No memes. You will build a house, but you will not live in it. You will plant a vineyard, but you will not even begin to enjoy its fruit. Your ox will be slaughtered before your eyes, but you will eat none of it. Your donkey will be forcibly taken from you and will not be returned. That one sounds especially like pathetic. Your donkey will be taken? Will be forcibly taken and not returned. You're going to take my donkey? Are you going to bring it back? No, we're not even going to return this donkey. Mm, yeah, because that, that would be borrowing. Cursed That would I. be borrowing. Dude, he raises his hands to the sky and just says, why am I cursed? Well, this guy is nothing. He doesn't have a wife. <laughs> That's his only donkey. He built a house that somebody else is living in. I wonder if God's going to fuck his donkey, too. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be a great punishment? Just, hey, I'm going to fuck everything you own. Your sheep will be given to your enemies and no one will rescue them. Your sons and daughters will be given to another what nation. We rescue them. Your sheep. Yeah, that implies they've been stolen. That, Can God steal? No. The neighboring countries steal. Cow. Yeah, but God's directing this, isn't he? This is what Moses okay, is, is saying. Is God, God's either, there's either like a boundary that God's keeping up to prevent them from stealing it. You're having a very or he's hard specifically time. specifically directing them to, does God direct them? Kyle, that it's. I don't get how God can threaten something and then you pretend that it wasn't him doing it. That's this, what I don't get. This, this book is like it, it was. It's clearly him doing it. Literal and not literal at the same time. So some people believe that literally God is doing this. Other people believe it's kind of what's I happening. Think either way you think of it, but it has to be God doing it. Okay, it's God doing it. It's God doing everything. Okay, all if the God time. threatens something, and yeah. then after you do the thing, it gets acted out. Did he not do that? That's you. Somebody is. is That's like punching inst- someone in the face and saying, "I didn't do it. It was my fist." You well, know what I mean? They, that, that doesn't many, make any sense. Many rulers have said, I am the instrument of God. That's even what Genghis Khan said Well, that's the my point. These people are the instruments. I am the, the punishment of, of God. They are, though. Why? If you Because they are, they're the ones that act out the punishments. So, yes. Then in that case, God is doing They're it, God's but, fingers. But God, balled into a fist. Yes. Punching you in the face. But so is it literally God? No. Yeah. It's, they're God's fingers. It's the people. If he's controlling them, if I control my fist, mm-hmm. my fist doesn't have a fucking brain. <laughs> yeah. And I punch you in the face, right? Mm-hmm. That's not my fist doing it. That's me. But your fist... My fist is the tool to break your nose a third time. I understand what you're trying to say. Yeah. I think it makes perfect sense to me. It does make sense, but not everyone thinks the same thing. So when you try and... Still well, I don't understand down. what the other opinion is then. The opinion is people do their own thing, but God threatens it, so therefore he's not doing it. It's hard. I don't get that. I can't even explain it to you because I've tried. I can't, I can't explain it any other way than some people just go, "Oh, that's the way it is. We live in a sinful world. That's the way it thing, is, and bad things happen." That's it's what, just ignoring the argument completely. Okay, so that's, that's what just some, ignoring it. That's what some people believe, and other people believe that God is micromanaging every little thing that happens, and other people believe that people have free will. But God has a plan okay, that people be- have to do God's plan, but they have free will at the same time. Does that make any sense at all? Of course not. Okay. But that's what people believe. And I can't defend it anymore. And I'm exasperated. I just mean at the very least, the direct threats 
have to be God doing it. Sure. The so, rest of the generalities, but if he goes, you do this, this will happen, and then it happens. So let's to remember. To act like God didn't do it is bananas. But let's remember the complexity. And then of, what power does he have then at that I point? Can I talk, please? Let's remember the complexity of what we're talking about here. All of the decrees uh, Moses commanded today. So think of everything that he we've read in the Bible so far. Mm-hmm. Think of all the different little niggly rules. And if we follow <laughs> them all, call them? niggly. <laughs> That's not a bad word. I know, but I've never heard anyone use it. Okay. It's like... We, I don't even think it's a real word. It is. Niggly? Yeah, it's like... I, I don't Don't make me define it. I it's don't like, think it exists. Yeah, it is. I've like, heard of niggardly. Look it up on your phone. That's... that's. But the, I have no idea what that means. I've heard people use it as a joke. Whatever. I've heard it. Place of the N-word. Here's the point. The point is all of those encompassing rules. So if you follow all of those rules, apparently you will be blessed... And that whatever that means, good things will happen to you sometimes. And if you don't follow them all, all of these bad things will happen. Now, in practical reality, Kyle, do you see all of those things happening to everyone who doesn't follow every single one of God's rules? Well, since I can't observe all of humanity at all the time, do you I can't see anyone? Do you see anyone in the whole fucking well, giant group of 1.2 million people stuck in the desert following all of those rules? And do you see their life falling apart completely this bad? And their wives being ravished by somebody else and their donkey being not returned? Now, now wrap your head around that, okay? So mm-hmm. the practical reality yes. of living in life, okay? By God's rules but is still, impossible is what you're saying. Yes, but people still believe it. So what pra- do we take theory. from that then? That's I don't know, Kyle. As a religious but person. When you, but when you hammer me with... That's the way, like, if God's doing all of this to happen to everybody all the time, I can't, that's not the way life is. Like, people can't possibly do everything that God said to do all the time. So, just then, what does that mean? Nothing. It's nonsense. It's the whole book is nonsense. Yeah, but as a religious person, I don't know. That's what I mean. I'm not a religious person. Go find a religious person and ask them because I can't defend this any longer. I've given you. I, there's everyone <laughs> on the spectrum of belief of this. The people who believe it, every single oh, word of verse is true. Or people believe it's kind of true and God's sort of looking out for you. And everyone has a different rationality in their own head. That's of retarded. Why it, it's all true. It is. It's it, all true or it isn't. That's, that's, what, the, that's, the, 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 it's, that's how that's I feel. everything. I just started a lot, but so that's, that's everything. That's how I feel, Kyle. Yep. You can find somewhere else at every different point on the Roy G. Biv rainbow spectrum of what, how much of the Bible is like literally factually true and how much is interpretation or whatever the fuck you want to call it, okay? Yep. So no one knows. It's my point. When you, when you said rainbow spectrum, it took me 30 seconds to say LGBTQ. <laughs> I tried to say that, and I couldn't figure it out in my head. Uh, you're sick. Yep. Okay, so we're back to the middle of this. Your sons and daughters will be given to another nation. You will wear out... Your eyes, watching for them day after day, powerless to lift a hand. What? That means... What happens to your eyes? That means your sons and daughters will be taken captives, and you'll be looking towards, forlornly towards Egypt or wherever they were taken, waiting for them to come home, and they will never come home. Yeah, because they were taken. Mm-hmm. You have to go straight up... Uh, Sometimes... I can't I, think of anything. What's the guy's name from Taken? Liam Neeson. Well, you had to go straight up Liam Neeson on them. You want your kids back. I guess I guess sometimes slaves would escape, and you you could just I, like when it was tribes, there was a lot more, and I don't know this for sure, but I'm just basing it off what little I know about um, step tribes in North America and like Mongolia and stuff. They 
because Israel was a tribal nation first, there was all kinds of raiding back and forth. So you'd take someone's sheep one day, and they, you know, maybe one or two people would die. Maybe a bad one, fifty people would die, and you'd go take your wife from another tribe. And so you'd be at like war. Some tribes you'd be allied with, some tribes you wouldn't be. And your sons and daughters would get taken, and sometimes they'd come back. It's a hilarious concept to me to think another group of people's disgusting, worse than you in every way, but then you take one of their people for your wife. I know. Well, like, Genghis Khan himself was taken prisoner a few times in his life, so, like, that wasn't the end of your life if you were taken captive. Was he really? Yeah. During his terror? When he was a kid. Oh, when he was a kid. Okay, that makes sense. Or a young adult. Yeah. Yeah. So... And I think Israel at this point is definitely a tribal people and not a city people. They're they living in tents and they're herding fucking animals. So they're like city people had much. If you went to I war, think you mean nomadic, not nomadic, tribal, nomadic, tribal. I mean, I mean, tribal because they're divided into 12 tribes. Mm-hmm. And that's but how nomadic are people that set up camp, take the resources and move on. Well, they were in Egypt, supposedly. And now they're moved across the desert, which took 40 years, so nomadic. Mm-hmm. And now they're tr- going into this new land to take like, over cities. Once. To take over cities where people used to live and then live I mean, there. they currently live there while they're they taking cur- them over. They currently live Wasn't there. Wasn't it an abandoned city? Yeah, exactly. Where people live right... Like, as, yeah. So uh, you'll be powerless to lift a hand. A people that you do not know will eat what your land and labor produce and you will have nothing oh, I, I, but- I, i'm probably asked you this before but who lived in israel before the world gave it back just to them? like in the 50s i guess I it's so weird that it was that only that long ago this jordan it's all the people that are there now they all just lost a chunk of their place like so jordan palestine palestine's i think yeah but i mean the to most- the actual people what do you mean there was actual people living in those territories now yeah, there's people living in there right at the time, and all the Jews migrated there, and people were displaced. People were forcibly removed from their homes. That's why it's Is such, that what happened? Yes, that's, that's why it's so crazy. bad, dude. That's why it's so crazy. It's not like they had this like completely an uninhabited... It's the, the holiest place... That's what place I was wondering. Ever. Did they let the people who are already there stay, and you're like, you can be in Israel type of thing? Some and pe- like they built around them? They would build around them. I'm. I don't know because I'm guessing it was probably. I don't know mostly, exactly, but I know for a fact it wasn't as were, densely habitated as like places like, if, like we live in. Is if it? we came to Kelowna, they would say, you know, Rutland is now the Jew place of Kelowna. <laughs> Everyone who lives in Rutland here is whatever five five grand, probably way less. You know, you have to move because the Jews are coming here and the Jews live there. And then so people who used to live in Rutland are like, fuck the Jews. Yeah, that's so bizarre. And I don't know that's exactly how it went, but I know that's kind of how it went. Because, like, that's why they're still at war with Palestine. Right away, six people declared war on Egypt or on, sorry, on Israel the next, like, the next day. What do you mean? Six nations? Yes, six nations declared. So Israel's a country. The next day, six people declare war on them, and they fucking defended themselves tenaciously. It's a crazy, crazy story. Is there a documentary on this or something? There's movies and books about it. Yeah, like that are good? Because I feel like these would be very one-sided on each um, each point of view. The Jews did crazy things. Like they had like fake like noisemaker guns to make themselves like seem bigger. And they had like fake tanks set up. They are clever. But they also like, you know, I don't, I, I don't, I, I'm way over my head right now. I'm going off of like what my dad told me he heard somebody say. Okay. <laughs> so... It's more than I know. Um, 
the, sorry, people you do not know will eat what your land from labor produce, and you will have nothing but cruel oppression all your days. The sights you will see will drive you mad. The Lord will afflict your knees and legs with painful boils that cannot be cured, spreading from the soles of your feet to the top of your head. The Lord will drive you and the king you set over you to a nation unknown, to a nation unknown to you or your fathers. There will be there you will worship other gods, gods of wood and stone. You will become a thing of horror and an object of scorn and ridicule to all the nations where the Lord will drive you. That's that kind of came true. Um, <laughs> Did it? Well, all the other nations the Jews lived, they were oftentimes persecuted. Almost every. Hey, you can pretty pretty well predict that though. Yeah. If uh, someone breaks into my house and takes it, I'm probably going to hate that guy. No, but also when the Jews were displaced, they had. It was bad for them a lot of the times, almost everywhere they went. That's what Jewish programs were all about. So the Bible says. The Bible says you will become a thing of scorn and um, an object of ridicule in all the nations where the Lord will drive you. No, I agree, but... You will sow much seed in the field, but you will harvest little because locusts will devour it. You will plant vineyards and cultivate them. You will not drink the wine or gather the grapes because worms will eat them. You will have olive trees throughout your country, but you will not use the oil. Because the olives will drop off. You will have sons and daughters, but you will not keep them. Because they will go into captivity. Swarms of locusts will take... Okay, like Moses. He's like running out of things and he just says the same thing fucking over and over again. Because he said that in three different paragraphs about the locusts. And about like not eating the food you plant. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. Though that's the whole thing. First of all, back then there's only like four things people do. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So what else? You got to make the speech long or it's not impressive. I just find it funny to me that, that, you know, there was 12 verses on the blessing and three and a half pages of all the different things, the way things can go bad when you're cursed. Because I, I find that funny because people always point to how good God is and all the blessings that he gives you. And that's the, the section. Way my, more curses. My dad reads in church is the blessing part. And then, you know, then we'll skip a few pages and read the next time the Jews got blessed. And in between, it's just horrible, terrible things happening. I'd like to hear a really negative preacher that's all... Like, just reads all the bad stuff that's going to happen to you the whole time, and then have people follow that's what, that. That's what I was talking about, the fire and brimstone preacher, preachers. Basically, God is coming, judgment is coming, repent. And Yeah, but they don't really read the Bible too much. They go, all the fags are making us burn in hell, and that kind of thing, isn't it? You don't know. I No, they do. I preach. mean, in pop culture, that's what I've heard. In pop culture. I mean, I've, been to, I've, I've seen those churches. Basically, you were born evil. Every, mm-hmm. All of us are evil because... Because of the that woman, makes sense, though. Because of the if woman, you read the Bible. God put here with us, right? That's Trick, what, tricked us to eat the apple. That's what Adam said. So then, ever since then, we're all evil, and all we can do is say sorry yeah. and just really hope God doesn't send us to hell. Dude, my flashlight tricked me. <laughs> <laughs> the alien who lives among you will rise above you higher and higher, but you will sink lower and lower. He will lend to you, but will not let you will not lend to him. He will be the head, and you will be the tail. All the curses will come upon you. They will pursue you and overtake you until you are destroyed because you did not obey the Lord your God and observe the commands and decrees he gave you. They will be a sign and a wonder to you and your descendants forever because you did not serve the Lord your God joyfully and gladly in the time of prosperity. Therefore, in hunger and thirst and nakedness and dire poverty, you will serve the enemies the Lord sends against you. He will put an iron yoke on your neck until he has destroyed you. I like to, again, to serve the Lord joyfully and gladly. Like mm-hmm. He <laughs> doesn't like a frown. Put that smile on and go to fucking church. 
The Lord will bring a nation against you from far away, from the ends of the earth, like an eagle swooping down, a nation whose language you will not understand, a fierce-looking nation without respect for the old or pity for the young. They will devour the young of your livestock and the crops of your land until you are destroyed. They will leave you no grain, no new wine, nor any calves of your herds or your lambs or of your flocks until you are ruined. They will lay siege to all the cities throughout your land until the high fortified walls in which you trust fall down. They will besiege all the cities throughout the land the Lord your God is giving you. Again, they don't have cities they are going to take them. So that's pretty common, I guess. They're not common, but like you could say that about almost any ancient nation and it would become true, right? What that they that someday some nation you don't under, whose language you don't understand oh will yeah kind of destroy you that's, absolutely that's, the, that's all people did back then yeah that's that's the prophetic end of every single nation state or empire that's ever existed because of the suffering that your en- enemy will inflict on you during the siege you will eat the fruit of the womb the flesh of sons and daughters the Lord your God is giving you what does that mean that means you're going to eat your children when it's famine get the fuck out of here. Yeah. When you're surrounded and there's no food, you're going to... Fruit gonna, of the womb. You're gonna, <laughs> That's awesome. No, it said it last time, too, but it's even awesomer if you're going to eat it. Eat the fruit of your womb? Because it's hilarious. A, <laughs> the flesh of your sons and daughters the Lord has given you. Even the most gentle and sens- sensitive man among you will have no compassion on his own brother or the wife he loves or his surviving children. Because well, they're going to eat them? Yeah. Just eat each other. Yeah. So the man is going to have no p- compassion on his wife that he loves. That's uh, that's oh a, the important, important one. Man. Yeah, because you've eaten the ones you don't like already. <laughs> She's the last. Possibly together, sweetheart. Here's the wife I love, and there's no other wives left. I don't love you that much. I'm starving. And he would not give to any one of them of the flesh. Sorry, you ever seen that movie? It was called like Snowpiercer or something. It's like a Swedish movie. It's a really dumb name, but they're trapped on a train. And there's different hierarchies in society, and the world's like frozen over. So they're on this endless train that travels around the world and it has to keep going or whatever with some secret energy source at the front of it. I, I think I did see that. So the people in the back go hungry. So their solution. This immediately made me want to stop watching the movie, but I didn't because I'm like, okay, that makes absolutely no sense. But I'll just forget that. That literally just happened and keep on so watching. why can't you do that with this section of the Bible? Because this is what God says. You can never forget a detail or else I go to hell. You know what I mean? That's fantasy, Caleb. <laughs> okay. This is reality. This is reality. Yeah, so they're at the back. So everyone's going around murdering babies, right? Because babies taste the best yeah. and everyone's hungry. So they're killing each other, but mostly babies. So this one guy, this old dude, the wise guy, right? Yeah. This guy's... This one of this young guy who's twenties going around savagely just murdering and eating babies, and the old guy goes, "Don't Raw? put that." I, yeah, Jesus. Yeah, they didn't show the eating yeah. physically, but it was it it's was implied. happening. Yeah. yeah. So the old guy like stops him. He's like, "No, no, no, here!" And he starts cutting off his arm. You know what I mean? And he gives the guy's arm to eat, and then it inspires everyone to cut off like their limbs and feed each other with it. That's the dumbest thing I ever heard. It is the dumbest thing. First of all, you would all die, right? Immediately bleed out. But beyond that, you know what's more efficient? Starving. Yeah. Your body eats itself when you starve to death. It's a hell, hell of a lot more efficient yeah. than eating someone else's limb because then you have to give them one. If that's It's the- an even trade. Yeah. Cal- there's- and they survived like that. In this movie, That's how they literally survived okay, until someone brought in no, a food hang source. On. Hang on. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's assume that if they don't, you have to be eating their shit too, if then they don't bleed right, right away. But 
how about that? How about this, Kyle? Now you don't have an arm, so that doesn't need any energy. I mean, it needs you've... quite a bit of energy to repair, but let's pretend you didn't need any repair, <laughs> okay. okay? Now you have... So you're reducing the energy required to keep up with the maintenance yep. while taking energy from another source. I mean, could work. Net positive, you're saying. I guess... You're lowering your energy needs. Well, everybody's low... So if you have no legs... You know what it also does? Just sitting there. <laughs> yeah. Just sit there. Instead of running around eating babies. You know what I mean? I, Just sit there and starve to death. But Your body will eat itself. But it'll eat your fat. It'll eat your muscles. You ever been real hungry, Kyle? I mean, you never have. <laughs> hungry enough to eat a baby? No. There's sometimes... I've never it, been that hungry. I've eaten for... I went one day without eating. And you know, it's not so bad. It's not so bad. You know, you know what I mean? 40 days, you're going to be eating your sons and daughters. The fruit. I mean, I didn't cheat and drink juice the whole time, though, either. So The fruit of your womb. Um, so even the most gentle and sensitive man among you will have no compassion on his own brother or the wife he Which loves. Which is good at art. Or his surviving children. I could make something pretty fucking funny, I think, with fruit of your womb. Yeah. Well, just imagine it and get somebody else to do it. Maybe like, um, like you know, pregnant pants. Yeah. With like... I think it's a visual. I think it's a visual thing. I think it's, <laughs> yeah, it's more, pretty bad. I think it's something we're going to need to create, not talk about on the podcast. Yeah, but how how do you brainstorm? You do it live in front of people. I like so they can see how embarrassing it is. I like the idea that your thought process. <laughs> if you're actually like picking picking out fruit from the womb, like I don't know, some sort of like I don't know melon. I guess melons grow out of the ground. I'm thinking of like some blood orange, but it's just a baby's head, and you're just like, oh, nice. <sighs> Plucked from her womb. So yeah. you're reaching up her up vagina. Like, yeah, that's what I was imagining. Her, what does Oprah call it? A minge? No. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I don't think so. I think that's that's what poor people in Europe call it. Oprah's minge. Did she have a bunch of stupid vajayjay? Right. Oh, she, she had that one. That's Oprah's. That's Oprah's vajayjay. That's yeah. so, okay. So, and he will not. Because vagina is disgusting to say. I haven't been, I've been trying to read this one sentence for like. Um, he will have, so even the most gentle and sensitive man among you will have no compassion on his own brother or the wife he loves or his surviving children. And he will not. Wait, is he saying it won't or God's making it so it won't? Is he saying in this event, this is how people are going to act or I'm going to make them act like this? Because I feel like he's saying I'm going to make them. The beginning of the paragraph says because of the suffering that your enemy will inflict on you during the siege. Okay. The siege is happening. Why? Because they're cursed. Why are they cursed? They didn't follow all God's commands. Mm -hmm. So literally, if you wear two pieces of clothing of different fabrics, this is you're going to be eating your children. That's what literally the Bible says. And anybody who says the opposite, Kyle, is a fucking retard. There's really no scale, eh? Whatsoever. That's what, of how long you wore those clothes together. Yes. It's just that if you did it once. That's what makes it such nonsense. And when you ask me to like, how do people get away with believing this? I have no idea. I can't explain to you why people believe this. But you have this. inside info, you know what I mean? No, I don't. There's no inside info. That's it. Any person like you that thinks about it for two seconds and goes, huh, doesn't it seem like... This is a little extreme for the punishment and the crime. And what do you think about a God like that? People are like, nah, you know, he's good. He's going to send us to heaven. Why would you even think that? That's a bad thought that you thought that. Now that might happen to you, right? Mm-hmm. And my bad thought is equal to wearing two different types of fabrics. <laughs> yes. So if everything's all the same. And it's a bad thought. You can't even control your thoughts. Like a hot girl walks by, you look at her and go, that chick's hot. You've committed a sin. That thing's over. Remember that was like, that was a big deal. Like you weren't allowed to do that anymore. 
What do you mean? Like check out hot girls. Wasn't that a thing? A couple years ago, there's a, every, like a movement or every, something. Yeah, every few years, there's a new righteousness movement. They call them righteousness movements. Oh, there's okay. abstinent rings. I used to go to these seminars, and they would talk about okay, so masturbation. You're not allowed to do it, but if you do it, try not to think of girls. What the fuck? Oh my god! Yeah, like, not dudes either, obviously. No, so definitely to, not yeah, that. That's worse. Animals. No, they would say like... What are you supposed to think of, God? You're supposed to just never jerk off and hope to have a nocturnal emission, which is still bad, but not as bad. Every time I came in my sleep, I was fucking a chick. Yeah. Every single time. Yeah. So that was... And that's a sin that you committed in your sleep yeah, against a dream's your not really a thought. Yes, it is, Kyle. A sex dream is a lustful thought. It's a, brain, it's a thought your brain had. You, that's how fucking ridiculous this is. Yeah. It is. It is. It is ridiculous. <laughs> Even the most gentle gentle and sensitive man among you will have no compassion. The funny thing is, at the beginning, I was like, well, this is crazy. Like, some parts are crazy that you have to believe that. But it just, it so piles on itself. And it stacks more rules on top of other rules that you can't even obey because they both contradict each other. And then more, and then more. And then now it goes, by the way, everything I had said previously, literally every word has to be obeyed. Yeah. And none of them contradict each other. I can guarantee you that. Yeah. And, I mean... It gets ridiculous at this point. And if this doesn't happen, like this didn't happen to everyone all the time, you'd be like, huh, I don't think these curses have much teeth. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, it said, if you're doing well, yeah. then you're not cursed, then essentially. Yeah. If you're following God's decrees. No, no, no. It doesn't really. It says that. It says both those things, though. Yeah. Okay. So, no compassion on his brother or the wife he loves. Or so, what survive. am I supposed to? Like, I'm sitting all the time. I'm knowingly sitting. Like, I'm a fucking piece of shit. I go out. I'm in the business world fucking people over left and right, you know? That's why those, I, mean, I don't know. And then everything's going well for me. Mm-hmm. I'm a religious man. A lot of those people th- really think that they're, God is, you know, God wants me to be successful. Even though they're knowingly doing things I, against. I can't speak for all of them. Some of them probably think that. Some of them probably go home and like hold a gun in their mouth and fucking drink vodka <laughs> and go, what the fuck? There is no God. And some of them like probably worry about hell all the time. Who knows what each and every fucking businessman who's ripping people off thinks. Do you know there's a weird movement that's starting? I can't handle how much you ask me to defend imaginary people's ideas like what do those people think like i fucking know you do have insight you keep on saying you don't but you always give me some kind of answer and then you act like you don't have any answers you have answers i'm racking my brains i'm just no i'm guessing i'm making i understand that but you have contacts to draw from i don't Yeah. yeah but there's a new uh there's a new movement right now that's happening. I remember when I was younger, there was a big atheist movement, like crazy. Mm-hmm. Eight, when I was around 18 or something. Now these atheists now, they're all getting very religious. And it's almost always around drugs. I don't know if you've noticed that. Oh. It's becoming a weird thing where everyone thinks like acid and mushrooms and DMT are I've tapping into alternate universes. Yeah, it's becoming a mainstream theory People almost. Are fucking idiots. It's, if you put chemicals in your brain, your brain reacts to chemicals. First of all, it's literally measured. Yeah. It, we know... How, what it's what it's triggering in your brain, we know what it's doing. For the, well, we don't know exactly how, but we can see what centers of the brain are being activated. Well, why do we have consciousness? What is consciousness? What? Like why? What is consciousness, and why do we have it? That's basically where everyone goes to with religious religion and drugs and things. Like the fact that we are yeah, able to our, have, our, yeah, our uh, that's some sort our of neurological God. signals that's mashed God. together in a way to make us more efficient at doing everything on earth mm-hmm. so over the last fucking billion years but that's god we've gotten really good at it but that's god by some pure accident that's god for the most part 
And now people think when you take DMT, which is what happens when you dream and what happens when you die. Yeah. They, they go, oh, if it happens when you die, that must mean you're crossing over to a fourth dimension that wasn't possible before. That's a becoming... Smart people are saying it. Because do you know why, With Kyle? zero proof, though. With zero proof, they're saying it. Because I think everyone who gets successful enough wants to go, well, look, this can't be it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I think? If this is it, then all the shit I did to get this successful, now that I'm 50, I have 30, 40 years left to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But if I have eternity... I think people, most people, maybe not most, but the people, basically the simple dichotomy that I make is people want to believe in something more or they don't. And everybody who wants to believe in more finds something more. People always say that, like, that, I got accused of that when I was, I was pretty atheist early on when it yeah. was not as cool, but so I get in arguments all the time mm-hmm. and they would always say that. And I literally don't lust for anything more at all. No, no, no. I, I don't either. I did. I mean, maybe I, I can't, but I can't throw oh. away my logic part of my brain to, to descend, to spend disbelief enough to go like, no, well, I just can't picture that reality. Let me you finish. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. The, like if you want to believe that something happens after you die, you will keep looking until you find something that makes enough sense there you go huh i you know and for those people I it's guess. it's dmt trips for some people it's the bible for other people it's you know nirvana and buddhism and energy and other so everybody finds eventually what they're looking for i i looked i wanted to believe in god i couldn't believe in god cuz it didn't make any sense and then i just got i think you know what makes the most sense you die and you go in the ground that's yeah, a- all those things that were firing before, those electric signals, they're gone now because yeah. you're dead. Your your batteries killed them. Yeah. Because your battery died. And now now nothing's happening. Now literally you're rotting. But some people literally cannot accept that. Like they would just But here's my here's my problem with it. I would sure I'd like to have a whatever, something awesome. But what does that look like? Because if that everything works- is awesome, then nothing is awesome. Yeah. So what? Am I hooked up to an orgasm machine? You're in, where I'm just in pure yeah, you're in orgasm fantasy, all the time you're in, in my mind. own reality? I reduced it to that also. Like it, it doesn't. I don't understand what that looks like. Because if everything is awesome and I get to see my friends and family there, then they're not there because no one's 100% awesome, right? So there's a weird version of them there where they're perfect somehow yeah. in my version of them. No heavens, So then nothing is real. It's going to suck. So then, no, no, that's it's all impossible. Imagine, imagine infinity. Imagine infinity. Unless everyone has their own reality once they die. Take infinity and double it, and you're stuck there forever, and it's fucking church music. Here's what I think happens. So you get your like ultimate reality, right? Mm -hmm. Where you're like the king, and everything good happens. You're the king of the goddamn universe in your reality. Because if it was your reality, let's get real, everyone would eventually become king of their own universe. I would conquer your universe. And then eventually universe. you get bored of how dumb your universe become because we're all idiots. We you conquer? just start smiting it. <laughs> you start smiting your own universe. And that's what happened is. If you give them a book full of nonsense yeah. and try and get them to follow it. <laughs> it's fine. You get bored of smiting them for no reason. <laughs> so you give them a book to follow. Two different cl- kinds of cloth. That seems like a good enough reason as any to kill somebody. <laughs> You just have their own joke ones in. Yeah. And they don't notice, so you keep on piling them up. Well, no one's even reading this fucking thing. They got to rip the bird's head off, dip it in water, splash it around. That's a new <laughs> law I just made. That's a law I made. <laughs> I think we figured don't, it out. Don't shave. We're, all, we're all already dead. I think they look ridiculous, but I want them to look even dumber. So don't shave the sides of your head or the corners of your beard. Whatever that means. Most people's chin is rounded. That's a law in there. Don't shave the corners of your beard. So now we have weird, ridiculous things. 
Also, you start making them wear their upholstery where they go to hell. Yeah. Yeah, put that. You see the tassels on that couch? Put them on your, put them on your shirt. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's... I think we figured out what reality and what heaven is at the same time. Almost every it's single a human podcast being, we figure it out. Yeah, it's a human being that dies, right? And then they go to heaven, which is their own best reality. They become king. They become bored, start smiting people. That gets bored for no reason. So they find creative ways to punish people. I think even if I was, okay, let's say you gave me supreme power in the whole universe, mm-hmm. I would be like... You'd just kill yourself again? Yeah. I'm not creative <laughs> enough. I'm not creative enough to like amuse myself. No one is. That's my point. So people would start smiting. They'd, it'd be awesome for a while because look, if it, if it was you your just, own role, you'd start like fucking all the hot girls and that would be fun for like, what, a year? No, I'd be over it. I'm already over it, man. I mean, you're over it until you're fucking whatever inside your brain... What needs to drain your balls, then you have to do it again. That's true. And but also, you don't have physiological balls up there. Also, and if everything's awesome and every girl in the world, like if everything in your, <laughs> if every girl in the world likes you, you know what I mean? Then it's not fun anymore. Yeah, who knows? It can't be. I can't even. That, my girls don't even exist in my thing, my, in my universe. I was thinking about creating, like, okay, so just if we can speak things into existence, like the way God did, like I let think there, human interactions are the only good things. Let there be light. So. Let there be, all right, beasts. Beast in the ocean, birds. All right, let there just be... things you already know. That's what. That's exactly what he did, right? How do, you would even says, create some fantasy creatures that God human says, beings have made up. When God says let there be birds, did he fucking imagine every bird? Yeah. So and he painted them all and like put them like, all he together. Has, you have infinite time. That's what I'm. I'm not smart enough to do that. So I don't either have to do it the way God did. God did it in seven days. He didn't do it in infinite time. Let's remember God did it in seven days. Yeah, but he's better than you. He just, I'm talking about if you could do it. All he did was speak it. So you'd, I'd be like, yeah, speak. I'd speak a consciousness into the world and be like, ah, now you're stuck here. You got to do what I say or you go to hell. And it's not fair. And also, what's hell? Hell, hell is... Because you have to create that now. Because and, and you're in heaven. It's, you're in your own version of heaven. Hell's pretty lame. Honestly, it's just a lake of fire. It's just a giant. It's a volcano, basically. And you just burn. That's, is there demons like raping you and stuff like TV shows? That's all added after the fact. That's all Catholicism stuff. Purgatory. Oh, okay. Dante's Inferno with the seven layers of hell. Basically, it didn't make any sense, Kyle. So they had to write in a lot of fan fiction. The, most of what Christians believe is fanfic on the Bible, honestly. and so, That's what I've been kind of getting at because I want the ask for the specifics. And then I go, is it like this thing I've known about christianity and all the people that i know are religious and you're like no that none of that happens Not- every time you're like yeah that doesn't happen ever <laughs> most most times but every so single they time. had to come up with purgatory because they figured almost everybody my dad's a good person but i know he did some bad things and i'm worried where did he go well he went to hell they can't just say everyone goes to hell or else no one starts believing in this so what happens is you go to the waiting room of hell which is you you know you murder somebody that's 500 years you serve a your purgatory however long i that i made up that number but okay there's the nine i understand and so everybody has to you want to be a good person on earth to reduce your time in purgatory none of that so is it's biblical jail none of that is yeah but none of that is biblical so purgatory is like hell but you only spend a certain amount of time there before you go to heaven yes and everybody goes Get the fuck out and of here. everybody goes to heaven eventually so even hitler and stalin they're just going to be down there what do you mean everyone goes eventually well, does it say that in the bible no it doesn't that's another thing i've never heard that before though but that's okay okay well then consider this i'm not saying it doesn't exist why do people go to hell then thought. and why do some people go to heaven i assumed everyone goes to hell for the most part you're saved by grace, not works. Nothing you do gets you into heaven. It's only believing in the nonsense. But there is a loophole. 
eventually, right? Where you can just accept God at some point? Yes. But God... Is that in the Bible? Because we haven't read that, have we? No. Is that some bullshit afterthought, too? All that we know for sure is that you believe in Christ and the resurrection, okay? And you believe in God, like, the simplest prayer, Jesus Christ, Son of God. So you have Christ... Son of God, that you have to believe those two I'm things. Not, I'm not going to pray to his son and him. Who is resurrected? I'm just going to go right to the source. Has, have mercy on me. It's the same guy. Isn't that fucking No, it's annoying? not. It's his son. You just said that. Okay, okay, but it's also the same guy. The Trinity, it's all the same guy. And there's actually a third guy that's not a guy. It's just a spirit, but it has thoughts and communicates somehow. And they're all the one, and you have to believe in that, and then you go to heaven. And nothing you so as long as you truly believe in that, then they then so that's the but the common the com- what's, what are the point of having all these curses and these the common refutation to that the most common one is so you're saying I could be a murderer rapist my entire life yeah, and at the very last minute say that and blow my brains out yes but if you do bad things first God, of all murder rapist isn't the line whatever there's so many much lesser offenses you can do no what I mean. You know what I mean? No, what I'm saying is you could be a terrible person your whole life and turn to God at the last second, and that would get you into heaven. Now, what's to stop well, What's people? the point of having the other rules, then? Isn't it? Isn't that Does crazy? it actually say that in there? At the end, you can no. just accept God? Paul says, "All you're saved by grace, not works. That's what Paul says. That's the Paul. whole... That's it. You know what? I don't like Paul. Paul ruined the Bible. Paul did. When you think about it. He ruined he the He ruined the whole test. fucking thing. <laughs> no, I don't like Paul. I don't like Paul either. <laughs> First of all, we're not going to read that part. We have we get to. to that's no. the whole. That's the main part of what Christians believe is the New Testament. This yeah, is, but it's some dude. It's some dude. Some dude. Yeah. He doesn't even get like fake credibility. God like he's actually no, God. God appeared to him on the road to okay. Damascus okay. and struck okay. him blind. So God talked to him and then cured him. God talked to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. We don't listen to what they said. Yeah, and also the people that are writing down the words of Jesus is thirty-eight years after the fact. Mm-hmm. So none of that's. True. Now I've already like lost pa- my point. Paul doesn't even have bullshit credibility. Like oh, I'm actually the stepson of God. I'm actually God's, He's got just God's as much, nephew. I guess like Jesus. There's nothing. He claimed to There's be no the son blood of God. Line. He's the only person to really claim to be the son of God that had any substantial following. But so back to my original thing about so you're a bad person. You come to God at the last second. Now I would say, what's to stop everybody from doing that? And that's what I would always say to like my youth leader. Well, I'm going to go do whatever I want, and I'll come to God later. And then there's, they tell you the parable of, oh, what the fuck? There's a parable about this kind of a thing that like God comes like a thief in the night. Basically, when you're least expecting it, all of a sudden you get in a car accident. You didn't have time to repent. And now you're in hell forever. Mm-hmm, I've heard that argument. Or too. God will harden your heart like he did to Pharaoh. After you live a, lo- a bad, callous life, God will make it so that you don't want to become a Christian. Then it sounds like he's violating your free will, which it is. He is, but, yeah. But, but again, Christians somehow... I say God hardened our hearts to punish us further. Is so, that what? Well, if God hardened, people say? yeah, if God hardened our hearts, then then why the fuck are we going to hell in the first place? If God fucking did it, that's what God did to Pharaoh. God does two things. He, if you don't, he doesn't want you to believe him. He hardens your heart. If yeah. he wants you to believe him, he hardens your logic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get through this little section. I think dinner's ready soon. Hey, probably. I got. Oh, we have half a page left, Kyle. Kill's it, girlfriend's making us a nice dinner. A surprise. I don't know what it is. It's pasta. Ah, damn it. Uh, even the most I gentle... Like surprises, Caleb. Even the most gentle and sensitive man among you... So we're talking about if they're getting besieged and they're eating their children. He will have no compassion on his own brother or the wife he loves or his surviving children. It says surviving children as if they live, but he just talked about eating them. I think that's... You eat some of your children and some of the children survive. You feed mm-hmm. some children to other children. 
That makes sense, though. And he will not give any one of them, and he will not give to one of them any of the flesh of that children that he is eating. <laughs> oh, no, it won't. Holy fuck. You know what's funny, though, when people like in movies and they're like they're eating other people and they're fat. You know what I mean? You're fine. A cannibal? You're fat. Like in like survival situations. Oh. And they're not like really skinny already because they never are because the actors can't get that low. I think so they're always like way too fat to be eating people already. That's true. You'd be starving for weeks. Yeah. And if you have water, you're fine. Did you see that movie or hear that movie Ravenous? No. It's the best cannibal movie ever. It's set in Canada. And it's uh it's set in like, let's say the nineteen tens or twenties. And there's they're in this remote fort. And it's like a midway between, like a mountain pass, and so they keep it occupied, but they get snowed in, and it's a cannibal movie, and it's fucking, it's really creepy. It's uh, who's the guy? Guy, the guy from Memento, Guy Fox or something? Not Guy Fox. That's from V for Vendetta. Oh, I don't remember the Memento. Guy Pierce, the, the main character. Guy character? Pierce. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's. What's it called again? It's called Ravenous. Oh, I'm gonna watch and that. And I give it like an eight out of ten. It's a, really, it's a good movie, and it's. Let's compare what IMDb gives it versus what Caleb gives it. Okay. And it's what? Sorry, you're about to say something. I was I was about to give away some of the movies, so I won't. It's it's not really a spoiler type movie, but it's of it's like a creepy. It, it's a suspenseful movie. So. I used to yeah. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a forty five percent. I thought I fucking loved it. But IMDb gives it a seven out of ten. I fucking you can, loved it. Yeah, which is good. Which is not bad for a movie like that. People probably didn't like it because it was about eating people. And it was See, fucking that's my creepy. point. I don't know if you if you ever read. I started reading like the actual critical reviews because bored once of the Rotten Tomatoes movies. Yeah. And these people are half of them are fucking morons. Yes. You know what I mean? So you're just. I don't know how the the credentials for being a critic are like their own self publishing magazine. Pretty much the only online magazine. The only critics I trust are like my brothers or my close friends. Those are the critics I trust. I don't really trust... There's no guy like Siskel and Ebert that I was like, you know what? Every movie he picks is good is good. You know, Ebert's not bad because he doesn't... Like even like the like the comedies where you're like, okay, the plot doesn't make sense, but it's really funny yeah. type of thing. He'll be like, yeah, the plot doesn't need to make sense. It's a comedy. He'll... So, under, he understands for the most part. I thought I think he's good at reviewing. Also, movies. fuck fuck critics. If you're, it's weird that was a job at one point. It's it, not anymore. Yeah. Everyone well, does because everybody's yeah. a critic. But if, yeah, if your fucking main thing is just you know, literally criticizing, just to have a scowl all the time, just to criticize. Fuck you. Let me finish this. We got half a page. That's like being a meter maid. You know, don't have a job where everyone hates you. That's got to be a hard life. Yeah, but I mean, somebody's got. Nobody wants to be that, I don't think, but they just end up being it. Totally. There's no way you're not jaded within two years. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I saw an awesome bumper sticker that said, Meter Maids Eat Their Children. <laughs> Speaking of. And he will not give to any one of them. of the, He will not give to any one of them, that's his living children, of the flesh of his children that he is eating. It will be all he has left because of the suffering your enemy will inflict on you during the siege of all your cities. The most gentle and sensitive woman among you. So sensitive and gentle that she would not venture to touch the ground with the sole of her foot. Was she walking her hands? I, that's not, I don't know. I guess, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I guess she's just a real, just such a sweetheart she doesn't get out of bed. So sensitive and gentle that she would not venture to touch the ground with the sole of her foot. I, I don't know what that means. Like she wouldn't squish a bug. She wouldn't crush a fly. It's got to mean... I'm not really sure. 
it's it must have meant something ten thousand years ago. Yeah, it must be six thousand years ago. I don't know. Some colloquialism so anyways, we don't understand. The most gentle woman will begrudge the husband she loves and her own son or daughter, the afterbirth from her womb and the children she bears, for she intends to eat them secretly during the siege and in distress that your enemy will flick on you in your cities. That's she a, won't share her afterbirth? That's saying like what she'll go bitch. secretly give birth and eat it herself so as not to share because that's how hungry she is. That's fucked up. So if you do not carefully follow all of the words of this law, which are written in this book, and do not revere in his glorious and awesome name, the Lord your God will make you eat your babies. <laughs> the Lord will send fearful plagues on you and your descendants, harsh and prolonged disasters, severe and lingering illnesses. He will bring upon you all the diseases of Egypt you dreaded, and they will cling to you. The Lord will also bring on you every kind of sickness and disaster not recorded in the book of the law. So everything we also forgot to mention, did you hear that? Everything not in the book of the law, you're also going to get that too. What do you mean everything not in? The Lord will also bring on you every sickness and disaster not recorded in this book of the law until you are destroyed. Oh, you'll get other bad things. Those things we haven't even thought of yet. Anything bad that ever happens is because of God. See, that's a cool loophole. They should have put more of those in. And I could be more on board with this. That's literally what By the way, if God just went at the beginning, by the way, obviously I couldn't transcribe everything for you. You guys are fucking idiots. Yeah. So when anything good happens, it's me. When anything bad happens, it's also me. You know what I mean? I actually so live your life accordingly. I can't wait to read that part to my dad because my dad always goes with God's the blessing, but he always goes, yeah, the cursing is more, it's a gray area. No, even all the things <laughs> that I've never written in here, every single thing yeah. I'm doing. Like genetic disease, you'd always go, you know, that's because we live in a fallen world. It's like, no, no, no. No, no, no. That's in here. Just because I didn't have time to write it down, <laughs> I had more time to think of more fucked up shit to do to you. So, You... you who were as numerous as the stars of the sky will be left few in number, which is also preposteroni, Tony, now that we know how many more stars there are than they thought they were when they could only see with their eyes. Depends what sky he was inferring, you know what I mean? <laughs> Though all of the galaxies and all, mm. of the, all of the universe, that's how many Jews there are, apparently. Yeah, they're really cramming them in there in Israel, eh? <laughs> just as... Uh, it's like a clown car. Because you do not obey the Lord your God. Just as pleased... Just as it pleased the Lord to make you prosper and increase in number, so it will please him to ruin and destroy you. You will be uprooted from the land you are entering to possess. Then the Lord will scatter you among all the nations from one end of the earth to the other. There you will worship other gods, gods of wood and stone, which neither of you nor your fathers have known. Among those nations you will find no repose, no resting place for the sole of your foot. There the Lord will give you an anxious mind, eyes weary with longing, and a despairing heart. I guess depression and anxiety also from God. You will live in constant suspense, filled with... The minor ones are the funniest. Filled with... (laughs) By the way, I'm going to make you eat your own babies also whenever you're a little sad. (laughs) That's That's also me. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Um you will live in constant suspense, filled with dread both night and day. <laughs> you live in constant suspense. Yeah. What a bizarre threat. Filled with that's dread. A, that's a hilarious threat. Both night and day, never sure of your life. In the morning, you will say, if only it were evening. And in the evening, you'll say, if only it were morning. <laughs> because of the terror that will fill your hearts and sights. That's basically saying anxiety and depression. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I live with that every day. If only it fucking was. Well, now you know why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I guess. <laughs> you don't guess. That's proof. That's oh, it's proof. But uh, good things happen to me a lot, a lot of the time too. 
It must have blown people's mind when they started writing shit down in books. And then they could see what they wrote everyone before. Would, no, but everyone would think like, oh, it's written down in a book. That is absolutely true. Yeah. Like, you know how hard it is to write something down in a book? Yeah, only very few yeah. people can do it. Every, you would assume everything <laughs> ever written down was just complete fact. Also, it was almost like that before the internet. I think re- I think writing. So you write it down, and then you come back and visit it. Like oh, I can't believe I wrote. You know when you say something like on this podcast every single week, I listen to it and I go, "Huh, I sounded a lot dumber than I." Oh hell yeah! But sound. we don't acknowledge it because we make the rules. You know what I mean? <laughs> we t- we know what. So right. you write all this shit, and then you yeah. visit it back like fifteen years later after you've lived. Maybe Moses is twenty when he's writing this, mm-hmm. and he really believes it. And then he's no, he's old because he's they've lived through the desert. I forgot about that. Yeah, but we're like redoing. Yeah, right. Right. So, anyways, but you you read you read some shit you wrote, and you're like, that was actually that's some crazy shit. I can't believe I wrote that down. Yeah. Now that I have more life experience, uh, my opinions have changed. <laughs> you know, though, my grandma is like literally stuck. She grew up on a Hutterite colony, so they didn't have any. They like very few of literature and stuff, and uh, like this, they have lots of Bibles. Mm-hmm. They have lots of Bibles. Other than that, very few. So everything written down to her is fact. So that's right. I get like literally everything. So she's trying to... That's why it's important. I wish Christians, especially like my mom, she doesn't read anything that isn't the Bible. She reads the Bible and books about the Bible by other Christians. Mm-hmm. It's like, go read the exact opposite of the Bible. Go read not even... The, you should be able to do that. Because if, if this is this infallible, it should be impossible to pick coals yeah, in it. You know and, what I mean? And everything else. All the other opinions out there in the entire world. But my grandma, she's like showing me this nutrition book from like the 60s. And it is wildly wrong. Yeah. Like on all points. And I'm just saying, like she's telling me the thing and I'm explaining to her why that's we, wrong, we, what to do now and stuff. And then she goes, no, it's written down. It's in the book. Oh, man. Like literally. So I, I was like, you know what? I, I can't do anything about okay, that. that, that exact, I can't do anything that about exact that. That exact expression with your arms up yeah. like that and the nice smile on your face. is That's how you should treat everybody in church. That exact. That's exactly. Just well, I can't change your mind. So when we were, I was yelling at you before. That's exactly all you can do is go. Yeah, I guess that's what you think because they wrote it in this book. Yeah, yes. You just believe one fact that's wildly wrong and never break on it. We we have like four sentences left. Does that mean food's ready? Yeah. Okay. Um. If, so in the morning you will say if only it were evening and in the evening you'll say if only it were morning that's so true you have no idea because of the terror that will fill your hearts if and only it were four if only then i could start drinking <laughs> yeah. Talking about. Yeah. and then you're like i can't wait for this weekend you're like fuck i wish it was last weekend <laughs> the lord will send you back in ships to egypt on a journey i said that you should never make again there will be no off there will be no offer yourselves for sale there you will off sorry there you will offer yourselves for sale to your enemies as male and female slaves but no one will buy you and that's all the list of curses wait that's that's an insult event you're yeah. gonna offer yourself as a slave and no one wants you yeah i guess then what that's bizarre i guess then, so then you're, you're a free man no but then you're a whole that it's better sure. to be a slave in someone's house like with their resources and that was probably their argument in the in the eighteen hundreds too. You fucking there. <laughs> but either you're a slave in this house, or there's the forest. Yeah, to be fair, so if you can sustain yourself in the forest, which almost no one can do, you need like people to live. The more people, the easier it is. Usually, I guess that's what cities are. Look at us. Wow, 
God, we're solving life's problems. <laughs> did we get any emails we this did week? Not. Did not. Well, I guess that's the podcast for this week, Kyle. What did you learn today? Please I don't know. tell me you learned something. No. no. <laughs> I refuse to learn anything anymore. I feel like I'm taking the biblical I feel like, religious method. No, but you I felt like when it was someone that you knew in your life and it was a, someone that you can interact with and you threw up your hands and you said, "Well, I guess that's what you learned." Oh, to learn to give up on people? Yes. <laughs> like my grandmother? Yeah. <laughs> religious people. <laughs> give up on them. Don't Al- even try. Almost that. Convince. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's almost impossible to talk somebody out of this. I learned. I learned. I did learn. God will make you eat your babies. The thing you can't. Yeah, but you you you're someone who transitioned. Mm-hmm. You know, you're. Well, you're I had to get you're there. A religious tranny. So I listened. I was very curious. I had questions no one can answer. So I asked my pastors. They couldn't answer them, or they gave me answers like I gave you, which I thought were shitty. Yeah. And then I went and listened to George Carlin and Noam Chomsky and Sam Harris. And they George had, Carlin was a big one for me too. They gave That's me so weird. a lot better answers, and it seemed like they what they said made a lot more sense to me than what the Bible was saying. So I went with what what they said, and then once you once you kind of get once I gave up on my faith, then it was really easy to start making fun of everything in the book, right? Yeah. So this like I hope there's people that are on the fence that listen to this podcast, and then you can get on my side and be depressed that there's no hope and we're all gonna die. The planet's burning. Or, you know, just live your life knowing that making uh, connections, having a good time is the only real way <laughs> to be happy and not just get, just, you, just get drunk kidding. every day. I'm until just you're kidding, depressed. Uh, You know what I learned? That niggly is a real word. Yeah. You looked it up. Yeah. It, uh, I don't know. It says G-L-E-D. Niggled. Like in the definition. Niggled. Niggled. <laughs> and then niggling. And it means to criticize, especially constantly or repeatedly. Fucking exactly yeah, what I it. said. But there's also an urban dictionary definition. <laughs> okay, read that one. It says, he had a niggly band in his arm ever since she whacked him with a rolling pin. That's what it says. That's like a nuisance pain. A niggling yeah, pain. That's funny. Yeah. All right. Well, I've never heard either of those. But that one, urban dictionary, I expected it to be wildly racist. And it was it just bizarre. The rolling pin thing. Like, that was a direct... That happened to the guy, like, recently to whoever wrote that. All right. Listen up, Unfaithful. I want you... I want you to go out. I want you to take your phone out. I want you to look at it. I want you to go to a subscription. I want you to unsubscribe from our fucking podcast. I have had <laughs> enough. <laughs> had enough. Cursed. Yeah, what's, you're cursed. What's going to happen to them if they keep listening? Yeah, you're... Uh, I'm going to eat all your fucking babies. <laughs> you're not going to eat them. I'm going to... I'm going to fuck your wife and eat her babies. <laughs> I'm going to give her more babies and eat them. So they won't even really be your kids. I'll really be eating my own kids at that point. But I want you to unsubscribe to this fucking podcast. I'm done with you. <laughs> I'm done with that's the thing. Okay. Thanks for listening. We accept all new listeners. And that's it. <laughs> okay. Peace. Imagine it just plummets for next week. <laughs> I hope it does. <laughs>